Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 12 of our podcast. Today, I got a request to talk about some advice that we've been given, just life advice about whatever. So we're going to talk about that today from childhood until now, just whatever stands out to us. (laughs) And I, I cannot lie. That was a minor miracle what just happened because this is like the sixth time that we've tried to record the intro and it just has not been working. And it is because I keep laughing. Yeah, she she, attack going on. Yeah, yeah, she does. But yeah, we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about advice and kind of what stuck with us from the different stages of our life. So you know, when I this is go ahead and started off when I was younger. Um, I went through some health situations and stuff like that. And one, something that my dad said to me that always stuck with me is that God gives the toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. So what you're going through may be, you know, really tough and really hard, but you know, that by the saying, that means that you're one of God's toughest soldiers. And that's backed a lot by scripture and there's a specific passage that has a verse that says that God isn't going to give you any challenge that you can't handle. He's not going to put anything on your plate that you can't handle. Yes. You said that. So I just looked it up. Um, We were thinking about the same one and it is first Corinthians 10, 13. God is faithful and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with your testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. That's one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And so, yeah, and and that kind of has two facets to it. And one is that God isn't going to give you more on your plate than you can handle. But two, the way through your challenge is always through God. And that's kind of the second part of what that verse is trying to say is that, you know, no matter what your challenge is, accept it. Know that God hasn't given you too much to handle and that your way through is following God. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that, like, he might give you something that you don't think that you can handle and you probably can't handle it yourself. But with God, like, y'all can handle it together. So I think that's um, pretty important about that and all the circumstances you may be in your life and stuff. Um, I guess... For me, when I was younger, my parents kind of just preached, like, work hard, like, give it 110% everything you do, and be kind. And, like, that's pretty much the two things they kind of live by still to this day, because I was, like, taught to me a lot when I was younger, and just different situations that came up. And um, I think that's kind of helped me to develop in who I am today, and that's definitely something I'm going to keep as I go through the rest of my life. Yeah, that's good. I think that's just really general for everyone to follow, no matter what stage in life that you're in is, you know, always give 110% for everything. You know, God says in the Bible, do everything as if you were doing it for God. So Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever task you're doing, no matter how remedial it may be, do it all like you're doing it for God. I think that's a fantastic thing to live by. Yeah, that was a good point. 
yeah so moving on as as i grew older um i don't know if i specifically talked about it here but i I, in high school really started i I got into like playing competitive video games which sounds (laughs) really really lame but i did and i you know madden it's a football video game and i got really into playing it and i'm really good at it and so in doing that you start like watching people who play the game and one of the things that they would always say is life's too short to check down and it's a funny saying in the video game because it's basically saying that we're just going to throw it deep all the time and if you're not into football this really doesn't mean much to you but we're gonna throw it deep all the time and life's too short to kind of throw short passes well, I took that and kind of extrapolated it and came up with kind of a self mantra in high school, which is always bet on yourself. And and basically what I was going for in that is always trust yourself and always, you know, get, put yourself in a position to do what you want to do. And I kind of talked a little bit about this um a couple of weeks ago and always be prepared for your opportunity when it comes by will always bet on yourself is kind of what goes hand in hand with that is always put yourself whenever you can put yourself in the position to go and be successful so like if you're thinking about you know should i apply for this job i don't know if i'll get it you know always bet on yourself go and just apply for the job and see what happens and I think that that's helped me kind of guiding what whether I should do things or not. Like, you know what? I'll just bet on myself and go and do it. I'm glad I finally got to hear where that came from. You probably have told me before, but uh, yeah, I don't remember stuff. So <laughs> yeah, but that's in his like Instagram bio. And I'm pretty sure you had it like on a whiteboard or something. Like the first time I went to your house a while back and... Yeah, so that's pretty cool to hear the story behind that. Of course it came from Madden, though. (laughs) Um, I guess uh, something, I mean, kind of when I got older, my dad, um, he made me just, like, talk to people. He's a businessman and stuff, so, and he's a city councilman. He does, you know, all the things. And he would always have me and my siblings just, like, go talk to people. And I was always like, oh, I don't want to go talk to people. Or I was nervous or something when I was younger. Or want to hide behind my mom, whatever it was. But now I, like, look back and see that that kind of prepared me to where I'm at now. And, like, giving speeches and having a podcast. And, like, I love to talk to people. And (laughs) sometimes I don't shut up. But (laughs) Um, I think, you know, my dad pushing me to, like, be social and be able to hold a conversation with somebody and like just go up to random people and talk to them that's really prepared me so especially these days and times like don't just hide behind your phone like I mean actually try to talk to people and stuff because like the world needs more of that right now for sure yeah and and the the biblical backing of that is you know one of the main precepts of the christian faith and that you know first we have to accept god into our heart as our savior but the second is an active command it's go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father son and holy spirit and so on but go and make disciples well how do we do that we go and we talk to people about god and so 
getting comfortable talking to people. And when you first talk to them, you'll have to start talking about God. You know, you, you want them to be able to accept that message. Mm-hmm. But just go talk to them about anything. And you, you have to be comfortable talking to people before you can start talking to them about God. And, and it would, the quicker you get comfortable talking to people, the easier it's going to be to be able to share your faith in the future. Yeah, that's a really good point. I've never thought about that, but um, that's definitely like, I feel like kind of what's going on in my life and stuff right now. Um, like I've said before, I've always talked to people, but now that I feel like, you know, I'm, I don't know, closer to God and stuff, and I feel more comfortable talking about it, like that's, you know, I'm able to share that message more. So, yeah. Yeah, I see that a lot in school now at least for me is you know tiktok is so prevalent and there's a lot of you know tiktok can be a good tool if used correctly but also like with tiktok you're you're putting out like a a 30 second give or take message and you, you have you have no immediate response and you're not talking specifically to anyone so there's not really any intent you're just putting it out there for anyone to see. And if a lot of people see it, then great. But if no one sees it, you know, it's the same thing. And there, there's no immediate comment. I mean, there's a comment section, but that's not immediate feedback. And, and the Christian faith, I believe, is best shared like by word of mouth to other people. So, you know, preaching, you know, talking with your friends, talking on mission trips, I mean, anything that's face to face conversation and i think that that's a very current message as well you were talking about you know it's really good to hear that now and i think it kind of goes against what society is moving to to kind of the social media branding where i think it's better for christians to go and share like speaks with the spoken word like speaking with your mouth and that's not to say like don't share your faith on that because social media can i feel like be a good platform for that um i'm not really sure how to work tiktok but (laughs) um i feel like it definitely can be used for good but don't make that the only place you're sharing god like don't make you know your social media page all full of these like verses or you know um videos talking about jesus and stuff and not do that in the real world so just make sure you do both if you do have a social media that like promotes that and stuff like really live by what you're talking about or at least try your best obviously we're not gonna do that perfectly but yeah yeah and and i think the the effort to try your best is the thing because you you don't want to come across as, as fake or being like a fake christian when you put out all these bible verses but then you're out you know acting fool or whatever but yeah, you know, like you said, social media is a, is an excellent platform to reach a large audience with the message. And there's definitely a place for that in the Christian faith. And that kind of goes into a little bit of what my next piece of advice, and it's something I heard more recently than the other ones, but it's don't trade who you are for what you want to be. Mm. And that that's basically saying don't trade in your 
character, your morals, your ideals for some end goal, whether it be a job or, you know, whatever. I heard it in the context of talking about a job. Like, don't sacrifice your beliefs, your morals, or your values just to get a job that you think it's better because that's not really worth it in the end. You know, God commands us to be fierce professors of his faith and act as little Christs. You know, that's the, you know, definition of a, a Christian, like using the root words is little Christ. And that's what he commands us to be. So if you are saying Jesus is Jesus that, then you go and you're working in your job and you're slotting people for money. You're backstabbing your coworkers, trying to get promotions. I mean, that's not what we're talking about. I mean, that's not what you're called to do. But on the flip side, that, that doesn't mean don't go after promotions. Don't, you know, try to better your career. It just means don't try to better career at the cost of your morals. That's good. I, that's funny because I also have like, written down some advice. Um, and this is also like more recently with me. And it was stand up for what you believe in is what I put. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing um, that you were talking about. But I feel like it's really important now. And I mean, um, what is that saying? Like, stand up for what you believe in or stand up for something or you'll fall for anything. How does it go? <laughs> was yeah. that right? If you don't stand up for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah, that. Um, And I feel like that's so important because, I mean, if you do take this job where, you know, everybody's against your beliefs and stuff, like, you might start falling into what they believe in or, like, you know, be ashamed of what you believe in. So I think think it's, like, really important to, I mean, obviously, like, try to be in a place – I'll just use job as an example, but this is like, I mean, can be anywhere, but try to be in a job that people believe in what you believe in, but that's not always possible. So at least like make it known what you believe in and stick up for that for sure. I feel like with what happened to me and like the shot and everything, that's something I'm very passionate about standing up for now. And um, even though they try to like block my posts or whatever, or try to say I'm spreading false information when I'm not and stuff like that. Like that's something I still like think is important that I'm passionate about and I know it's true and I stand up for a lot now. And also God, like I feel more equipped to stand up for God and my faith and everything now too. So yeah. Um, I have some, do you have any more advice? Um, No, if you have more, please share it. Yes. Okay. I wrote down like two more things. Okay. So another piece of advice is to just like be yourself, like be uniquely you. That's kind of funny, but, (laughs) um, and I have Psalm 139, 13 through 15. It says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I am weird and <laughs> I'm different and I never felt like I really fit in in any of you know the friend groups or like cliques on any of the teams I've been in like I've I don't know never had like a huge group of friends like I'm friends with everybody 
but I'm not like super close with like you know a ton of people my age I feel like I'm always closer to like people that are like 50 years old like moms that are like 50 years old or 40 years old whatever they are um I don't know why but yeah I feel like I've just tried not to like fit in with people so when you get people get caught up in like you know changing yourself and like trying to fit in with others and not being you and I feel like that's why I have like such a tight friend zone is because there's certain people that like accept me for who I am and all my weirdness and stuff like that um so I think that's important to kind of not change yourself but just be who God created you to be and he gave you all these different qualities for a reason and you were created in him his image so you were there was no mistake made about you so that's important to just embrace that and be weird and unique and bold and everything um yeah yeah i mean there's only one you in the world so go out and be the best you that you can be that's great advice thankfully i found somebody that is just as weird as me <laughs> yes that would be me, yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> oh my goodness okay the last piece of advice i've said it before but this is like relationship advice and it was something along the lines of like Someone told me when I was asking, you know, how do you know if you found the right person? Like, if they're the one, whatever. And this person told me, you won't have to question it when it's the one. And I know I've talked about this before, but I just really think that's important for somebody to hear. And it is definitely true, because, like, I don't have to question it about you. And I, I really like that advice, and I'm glad I was told that. <laughs> What is your relationship yeah. advice? Do you have some uh, traits? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not the guy for relationship advice. I really <laughs> lucked into a good situation <laughs> here. <laughs> you just got lucky. That's what you're saying. Just have some luck. I, I did. Just, just, just pray about it. And, and at some point, you'll ghost a girl twice, and then she will somehow continue to talk to you. <laughs> Wait, you know, you did have some. You said date to marry before. Oh, yeah, that. that's a good one. That's a good one. Date to marry. That is yeah. good. I think, well, eh, there's some, some gray areas around that. I mean, in high school, you're probably not sitting there thinking about date to marry. But you know, as you yeah, grow no. up and as, as you mature into, you know, kind of figuring out where you're, what you want to do in your life, then you start, like, your, your, your dating is to marry, like, if you're still with your high school partner as you're getting older in college, you really have to value like, hey, like, is this a person I'm going to marry? <laughs> and a lot of people do. They they'll marry the their high school sweetheart, and I think that that's great if they're the right person for you. But the the, the tough decisions come when you're like, eh, I don't know. And then I think it goes back to what Mackenzie said is that if they're the right person for you then the question's already answered like you don't really even have to ask and i think that's great and i know that she she said it but but for guys i mean that it also just rings true as well because you you know you're thinking like you know i have to go and ask her dad and i have to go buy a ring and if she's not the right <laughs> one that's a lot of stuff to do well if, if you really even have to ask then it, it's probably not 
Like you, you will know. It will be abundantly obvious that you have found the right person. I know it was for me. Just ridiculously obvious. Aw, so sweet. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, uh, what was I saying? I just messed up my words. <laughs> what was I about to say? Oh, my brain doesn't work sometimes, y'all. Anyways. I'll think of it sometime. You just go on. Yeah, but the the kind of the last thing that I want to talk about is taking advice because there's a lot of advice, you know, (laughs) banging around, banging around out there. And for me, I've always wanted to be a sponge. People will say that common term is be a sponge, and I wanted to learn and to know as many things as possible, and that includes taking advice. I wanted to hear as much advice because there are a lot of people who are a, were way smarter than I am. So I'm trying to get as much advice from people as, as, as much as I can. But you also have to evaluate who is giving the advice and in what context they're giving the advice from, because not all advice is created equal and some advice like you hear it and you'll think like, okay, this is what they mean, but they're talking about a completely different context and you, it can kind of trip you up and get you kind of doing the wrong thing. And so like when taking advice first, you have to, you know, evaluate, like, does this go along with what the Bible says? Cause the, the Bible is your ultimate guide and your ultimate source of advice. If you want any life advice, just look in the Bible and it's there, but people have have taken lessons from the Bible and put it in more general terms for people. It's it's easier to understand. And uh, so it doesn't go along with what the Bible says. I think that's number one. And then number two, in what context did they use this in? And, and once you decide those two things, if it goes along the Bible and then you know what context they use it in, then you can start applying that advice into your life and fitting it in. But if if it doesn't go along with the Bible or if it's said in a context that really doesn't apply to your life, then maybe kind of say, Oh, it's a good thought, but I don't really need to apply that to my life. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, something you were saying about like, beware of who's saying it and stuff. Um, I remember there was like a Bible verse about like false prophets and everything. And so I looked it up real quick. Matthew 7.15 says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I've heard that one before. But yeah, it's the old, like like the the Trojan horse and, and Troy. And they, they came to attack, but it was disguised as a gift. So people will give you, you know, advice that seems... You know, fantastic. It seems like it's gonna really do a lot for you, but in reality, it's really not what we need to be doing. And that's hard. You really have to take it on a case by case basis, and you can't really say, "Well, this advice is good and this advice is bad." And you know, there's there's a lot of good advice out there. There's a lot of really bad advice out there, and you kind of just have to take each one of them on and say, "Okay, this specific one is it." Go along with God's word. What context does they say it in? Okay. And then kind of go from there. Yeah, that's some good advice. Um, Well, thank you guys for listening. And 
last time I said I'll see y'all next time, but I don't get to see y'all. So yeah, anyways, <laughs> look forward to talking to y'all again next time. And I hope everybody has a great week. Talk to y'all later.